The wealth tech revolution is now. Wealthstack provides bolder technology strategies and powers a new generation of growth-oriented advisors. Join us in Florida, May 21st to the 24th, and get 20% off now with our discount code WEALTH20. That's WEALTH20, W-E-A-L-T-H-2-0. And be sure to search Wellstack to find out more. Welcome to the Wellstack Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Rossick, the Director of Wellstack Content and Solutions. In this episode, I'm joined by Yelena Malamed, Head of Product and Co-Founder of Catchlight. The topic for today, utilizing AI to help advisors grow organically through the use of sales and marketing techniques previously only available to the largest companies. And that's basically my long-winded way of saying Catchlight is here to improve advisor productivity. So Yelena, thrilled to have you on the podcast today. Pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you for having me, Shannon. Absolutely. So before we get to our first segment, Yelena, just please share a little bit about your background, how Catchlight ultimately came to be just for some of our newer listeners. Sure. Um, my background is widely in product and financial services. I've been building products for wealth managers for almost my entire career. Um, today, I am the head of product at Catchlight. We are a Boston-based fintech from Fidelity Labs that provides data-driven engagement solutions to financial advisors. Uh, we got started back in 2019 as we dug into growth needs and challenges financial advisors have. Two key questions that emerged um, as I work with my leads, who do I engage with first? And how do I personalize my pitch for those that I engage with? As a result, we've built a number of capabilities, leaning on expertise of large financial institutions and insights from advisors we've continued to partner with to tackle those questions. But simply put, uh, we provide powerful insights to help advisors grow their business. Well, I appreciate the background. And you know, I've said multiple times already that 2023 is going to be the year of advisor productivity, you know, with the markets still facing volatility and offering less growth in previous years. Advisors certainly need to focus on adding value and saving time. So let's dive into our first segment, Stats All Folks. And I want to talk to you about the number six. Catchlight just put out a white paper, uh, Financial Advisor Benchmarking Statistics on Prospecting Study. And it said that firms spend an average of six hours a week researching leads, basically a whole workday a week. So that seems awfully counterproductive. <laughs> I agree, right? A staggering number. I'm even more fascinated with research sources being social media and search engines. As an advisor looking to qualify and engage a prospect in a personalized way, finding meaningful insights on, say, financial background, financial priorities, and goals through search and social is hard, if not impossible. And I was also surprised to see that of the firms that were surveyed, the average amount of time spent on content marketing was around three and a half hours a week but the least preferred and least used method of engagement for lead gen by financial advisors. That also seemed a little bit shocking. So how does Catchlight help here? Time intensive and least preferred, but because it's least utilized, it's a real opportunity for the advisor that applies it to their engagement strategy to own the narrative. This could be anything from blog posts, short videos on your social media or newsletters. But back to your question, it's the least favorite because it's hard to know where to start. Even if you have the content or content partner, how do you know which content best suits your leads so that it can actually drive results? Catchlight takes a data-driven approach to build a profile for each lead, highlight insights, and tie those insights into 
personalized engagement suggestions. And lead qualification and personalized engagement continues to be a weak link in many advisors' organic growth strategy, just as these numbers really tell that story. But that seems to be changing though, right? Right. Absolutely weak link. I think it helps to use an example to demonstrate. Uh, take an advisor who has, let's say, 100 leads from various sources, and she spends time calling and emailing all of them, maybe once or twice, uh, books, maybe meetings with five of them, two maybe poor fits, and ends up closing one. That's a 1% conversion rate. Fairly typical for a purchase lead list from what we hear. The alternative to that is an advisor with 100 leads that uses data to filter them based on the likelihood to convert, projected revenue, alignment to their ideal client profile. Now the list is, say, 25 people. Then the advisor uses those insights on um, each lead, say, age, occupation, income, maybe investment objectives or home value or hobbies even, to send emails and make calls that are hyper-personalized, ends up booking two meetings uh, with highly qualified leads and still converts one, but that's a 4% conversion rate with a 75% time savings. Um, so just looking at that example, the results are kind of staggering in the opportunity. Um, the good news is we do see a lot of growth-oriented advisors lean into data-driven strategies for scale and efficiency in this super competitive market. And it's interesting because wealth management is still very much a referral-based business. But like you said, we've seen those growth-minded advisors embrace tech, and that's obviously encouraging. So what are you seeing advisors doing to improve the experience of prospects as well as current clients based on all the data they do have access to now? Yeah, so referrals still need qualification, and they're often evaluating other advisors. So while the warm connection helps, so does a strong and personalized engagement. Based on our research, 57% of advisors have at least one lead in common with another advisor. Um, I'm on a fair share of advisor mailing lists. And in my experience, a lot of emails are canned newsletters or offers to help me in my retirement. Now, we've met Shannon and one day maybe, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm simply <laughs> saying that those emails don't catch my eye because they are generic. Uh, Growth-minded advisors are embracing technology to find ways to engage prospects and clients in an engaging way. Um, examples like using data-driven segmentation to reach leads with messaging that's relevant to them, like talking about small business tax changes for your business owners, or being thoughtful about running a client referral event based on client preferences for soccer versus a wine tasting. That creates a better client experience overall. And looking at your study too, one of my favorite headlines in it was surprise, the new leads you're you're excited about are talking to your competitors too, <laughs> which is right. like like you just said, so very accurate. But I, I wanted to talk about something that that differentiates uh differentiates catchlight is the catchlight score. Can you talk about that a little bit and what that means and how it helps advisors and prospecting? Sure. Our proprietary score is a random forest model uh, that looks at a huge corpus of conversion data that's um, been trained on to identify characteristics of people that partner with financial advisors um, and helps advisors focus and prioritize as they look at their own lead list. In this case, it's perfect use case for AI to support advisors um, to use their time efficiently. Well, that actually leads me to my next question around how AI is ultimately being used as a tool to su to support the human uh, work in financial advice. 
So dive into uh, to that a little bit for me. Sure. Um, this is a topic I'm super energized about, obviously. Uh, working <laughs> with big data to make observations that a human eye simply can't see and deliver those insights is where AI can really shine and support an advisor. But what I'll stress here is support. Advice is and will continue to be a relationship business. I'm convinced of that. Uh, we see that um, in our continued discussions and partnership with advisors. And I think where AI has a really great spot is supporting uh, those discussions, supporting personalization, supporting efficiency for the advisor community. And I want to talk a little bit too about lead optimization versus lead gen. And Catchlight is is really helping lead optimization, right? Can you just define that a little bit, what that means and, and how advisors should be considering that? Um, sure. So yes, we are a lead optimization solution. So advisors come to us with their prospect list and we enrich it with lots of data and insights to help them prioritize um, who they engage with next and um, how they think about their personalized pitch. So I think the big question around all this is then is obviously being able to do it at scale. So how is Catchlight helping advisors understand their prospects at scale once they reach that point in their business? Advisors add their prospect list to Catchlight. And in minutes, our data engine gathers up to 2,000 data points on those leads. 2,000. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, <laughs> we quickly score the leads and deliver key insights to help advisors prioritize who they're going at, going to reach out to next. And again, what are they going to talk about? What is that personalized version of their pitch? Um, this is done for advisors that have 50 leads and want to have a deliberate um, engagement and and thought strategy around how they reach out, but it's also done for large firms with tens of thousands of leads. And back to your question on scale, that's where we fit in. That's how we help. So what's next for Catchlight then? What's on the roadmap? You know, what trends are you going to be following to continue to help serve advisors and, and their struggle when it comes to prospecting and lead qualification? What's been great, um, and I uh, I have a selfish interest here as a just a really <laughs> loving product management, but uh, it's been great to build Catchlight. And we've done it largely with advisors steering us um, to what's important to help them grow. Um, expect to see more capabilities from us that help advisors connect data to insights to action, which we believe is the formula for growth. Uh, for instance, uh, we're about to roll out another feature to help advisors with qualification. It is projected client revenue. Um, advisors that work with next-gen leads have noted particular interest in this one. And I, I want to talk about, what you mentioned it earlier, was around client segmentation and there's been a lot of chatter about this because obviously the growth-minded advisors understand the value of this, but how does Catchlight help when it comes to client segmentation? Uh, what does that process look like within the within the platform and, and uh, how should advisors be considering that, especially ones that maybe don't know where to start when they have so much data available to them? Yeah, great question. Um, so we set up um, our platform in a very easy to use way. Um, that is, again, the advisor starts with um, uh, an enriched set of information about each and every lead that they are working with. Um, and we offer a whole collection of filters in order to help them focus their time. So if today they want to reach out to their 
um, affluent business owners that is connected to some new legislation they read about and they think they can deliver value and communicate in a personalized way to that whole segment, they can do so. If they want to organize their thinking in the segments that are really their ideal clients, it's really a, a click of a button away for them to think about, okay, today I'm going to focus on um, kind of my executives and I'm going to reach out to some leads in that area. And then maybe next I'll, I'll think about that next gen tech leaders um, segment. And um, I'll focus on those that are prioritized in order of the catch light score. So it really comes down to advisors ultimately knowing their audience, they really need to to have a, a deep understanding of who they're ultimately trying to go after and then using technology to, to help push that initiative along, right? That's right. Awesome. Well, I want to move on to segment two of this episode. I love this part, Elena. I went out to the social universe for Ask Us Anything and had folks submit questions they want answered by you. So let's take a look at who's dropping into the DMs this week. So the first question we actually received uh, was, what are some practical use cases around using data to drive personalized engagement? I know you shared one uh, previously, but uh, anything else you can share around that? I guess I'll 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 get generic and then I'll get in the, into another example. It's a great question. I mean, we hear it a lot. Um, age, interest, objectives are just some of the examples of data we provide. Um, and an advisor using this data can make sure that they're speaking about topics that matter to their lead versus um, delivering some run-of-the-mill generic outreach that just simply won't resonate. I'll go back to my business owner example. It, these are busy people and they um, get a lot of offers from a lot of different channels all the time. How do you catch their eye with something that's particularly interesting, particularly compelling? And whether it's a uh, new tax code where it gives them some advantages um, in their next uh, tax filing, or maybe it is simply helping them think through how they might pay their employees and how they might um, kind of and where you might deliver value and help them even before you form that partnership, using the data to really um, masterfully focus on the segments that are important to you, but also engage with them in a way that feels genuine and interesting and it is, is really a way to catch their eye. And another question, and I and I love this, obviously, it's from a newer advisor, as they said, as a newer advisor, I would like to hear Elena's advice or tips on reaching new prospects. So big question, but hopefully we can whittle it down to some practical insights. So I'm not an advisor, but I will do my best. Um, <laughs> I really think about it maybe as um, five steps. I think ultimately, and we talked about it a little bit just now, Shannon, is define your ideal client. Um, it isn't just who is profitable. Obviously, it is a business, but who do you enjoy partnering with? Who do you want to see as part of your book uh, to help them thrive? I think that's critically important. That's number one. Two, um, define your niche. Um, what makes you unique? Why do you stand out? Um, think through that. Um, codify that. Uh, make sure you say that in every chance you get. That's how you really focus on where you can offer value the most. Then, um, I'd say number three is um, use what you know about your ideal clients and their approach to define your engagement strategy. Perhaps your ideal clients are, well, I don't know, fintech product management managers with long commutes. Um, what does that mean to where you might find them and how you may reach them? 
um, pro tip, if you're, if I'm your ideal client, um, find me on listening to podcasts, um, my alma mater community, my local PTO, the farmer market, LinkedIn, find ways to, through those channels, engage with me um, and tell me what makes you stand out and how you help others just like me. Um, I think number four, um, as leads come in, qualify them systematically. As an advisor, this is where you can make sure you're organized your time and are as efficient and kind of tuned to your growth process, um, but also reach out with something of value, um, something personalized and a very clear next step. I just say lastly, to put it all together, uh, review where you've had successes and opportunities and keep tuning your approach. I think you know everything that you do um, is got the opportunity to test and learn. Use it here. Well, that is fantastic advice. So we'll definitely be sharing that. So hopefully that helps this newer advisor. But we did have one final question for this segment. How does Catchlight integrate with existing platforms that advisors use? Integrations are a hugely important part of our experience and the experience of advisors. And so a huge part of the roadmap. Uh, we integrate with a number of CRMs and digital marketing solutions to simplify that experience. Um, some of our use cases allow advisors to quickly share their data, update their CRM with our insights, um, and personalize engagement content recommendations to each and every one of their leads. Well, I appreciate you being put on the spot in this segment and your insightful <laughs> answers. <laughs> so I love love putting folks in the hot seat. So thank you. But we have come to our final segment, which is Stack It or Whack It, where I'm going to throw out a few technologies. They're not always well tech related. And you tell me if they are essentially worth the hype or not. So the first one I wanted to talk about is extended reality. So that's kind of the umbrella term for, uh, you know, AR, VR, everything that falls under that in terms of, you know, virtual reality, augmented reality. Does it have a place in financial services or, you know, are we not quite there yet? In your opinion, stack it or whack it? <laughs> Oh, fascinating question. Big one. Um, I'd say for this one, stack it. It's definitely worth the hype. Um, I think we'll continue to see a lot of interesting applications, including in financial services, obviously, aside from a whole new digital economy and how it'll get rationalized and solved for hugely interesting. I think immediately um, the opportunity to leverage VR for engaging financial literacy education offers huge and great wins, not just for the communities of people you already serve or advisors already serve, but I think also for the younger generations. I'm super excited about financial literacy as an opportunity through VR. Oh, I, I completely agree. I remember years ago, I was at a conference and I strapped on some VR goggles and they I could basically step into a financial plan. And I was kind of questioning, you know, how that would be useful down the road. But I think the financial literacy application of this is, you know, is completely untapped right now. So I would agree with you there. <laughs> um, the second technology I want to throw out is push notifications. In your opinion, is it a good way to keep prospects and clients engaged? Or, you know, is it if it's handled incorrectly could lead to a poor client experience? I know for me, whenever that pops up on apps, you know, would you like push notifications? I usually say no, unless it's something I really want to hear about. So in your opinion, stack it or whack it. Oh, that's a, uh, it's a great <laughs> one. Um, I'm torn on this one. 
Um, I'd say still stack it. Um, it's good for clients uh, who opt in. I think that's an important piece. They have to be opted in uh, for ease of, let's say, appointment scheduling, um, uh, both maybe for clients and prospects, again, assuming opt in. Uh, maybe quick nudges um, to stick to the plan that you make together uh, with them. But beyond that, brevity of text or push notifications may be really hard medium to understand uh, questions and maybe even to provide a solid answers in. So I'd say maybe in that space, I'd say whack it. Um, that's my read. I like it. So a, hi a hybrid. <laughs> a hybrid. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Yelena, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you and learning more about Catchlight. Please feel free to tell our listeners where they can find out more about Catchlight and maybe where you guys will be next out on the road in the conference circuit. Um, Shannon, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, you can find um, us at catchlight.ai to learn more. Fantastic. Well, I will definitely see you there. So looking forward to catching up in person. And uh, if you're looking for more information like this, be sure to check out our conference in May in Hollywood, Florida, uh, May 21st to the 24th. And be sure to follow all things WellStack on LinkedIn and Twitter. And thank you all for listening today. The WealthTech revolution is now. WealthStack provides bolder technology strategies and powers a new generation of growth-oriented advisors. Join us in Florida, May 21st to the 24th, and get 20% off now with our discount code WEALTH20. That's WEALTH20, W-E-A-L-T-H-2-0, and be sure to search WealthStack to find out more.